If you're getting a steak at Jim's, go ahead and ask for the Heinz 57. If it's at J Prime, then you should. Yeah, you better not. Welcome back to the unrestricted, folks. Vex, Bob, and RC. What you chuckling at already? Well, the the, the, the fact that you started. I, I false started the show. It's true. Premature, premature showing? Yes. <laughs> Before you could hit record. Nice to see you, boys. Good to see you, too, Jeff. Good show Good last week. You, Let's see if we can repeat it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, guess what I watched last night in the middle of the night? Taxi Cab Muchachos on HBO. <laughs> like youth basketball World Cup-y things? No, 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 no. The Johnny Manziel? The yes! Johnny Manziel documentary. Ding, ding, ding. You've seen it? No, I've read about it. Oh, it's great. RC? <laughs> I saw the first hour this morning at 5 in the morning. It's not much longer than an hour. It's, yeah. I got 20 minutes left. It's so good. So good. I think We were talking about this. Just knowing how big he is and the stuff that he did. Yeah. It's kind of unbelievable. I went and saw him play a game in Oxford at the uh, against Ole Miss. And what was the occasion? You just wanted to wear your seersucker suit? You know, a buddy of mine invited me to go to the Grove, and I was like, how many chances am I ever going to have? I better go check it out. Your schedule's a little light. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, let's fly to uh, Oxford, Mississippi. And then drive for like four hours. It's, it's you not You got to fly to Memphis, right? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and watch Johnny Football just dominate a game. Just absolutely dominate a game. He couldn't be caught. Like, his passing was good, but when he electrified his feet, he just couldn't be caught. He couldn't be run down. And, like, that Ole Miss team had, like, NFL players all over the place. The Land Shark defense had, like, three linebackers or linemen that all played in the NFL, and they couldn't get to him. Yeah, he would infuriate people. Uh, he was so good. But to your point, just not that big a guy. He's 5'11", maybe? Yeah, I think in the dock he called himself 5'10 on a good day. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a big guy. So, so just pure ability because he would talk about he wouldn't study at all. Yeah, that's the big thing you'll take away from it, Bob. He watched zero film. Zero. The Browns said that he never turned his iPad on. <laughs> so, so is that the reason? Was it the Browns that had him Deshaun Watson's contract? You must study tape. Uh, maybe that's where they learned that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Yeah. I mean, it, it actually, that actually pisses me off. I know. You ha you're making that much money and you can't be bother to even, like, work for it? Well, the whole signing scandal was kind of amazing. Which signing scandal? The one where he His. was signing autographs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he got he got to where he could, two or three times a month, he'd fly somewhere and sign for, like, five hours, and they'd pay him 150, 200 grand. God, I want that job. And he'd party his balls Not legally, off. mind you. Yeah. I mean, against NCAA. Against oh, this is when he, oh, in college. Yes. yes. This is when yes. he was still a God, freshman. I love the good old days of the NCAA. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and then it makes you think, like, what if now he was there? That's exactly what you think the whole time you're watching the documentary. And it, he could get the NI name likeness, blah, blah, blah. It would money. be millions. Well, right. I mean, do you really think it would be? Or did, did the illicit nature of it make? make the pay scale higher. No, 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 no. I don't think so, because those number two jerseys were coming off the shelves. Adidas so, ran out of them. That's what it says in the doc, yeah. They ran out of them. So his number one homeboy is, 
he, it's Uncle Nate. Uncle Nate, yeah. And he was kind of his enforcer and also like his, his party confidant. Yeah. And, and so he started running his, his business, his autograph business. And uh, spoiler alert for those of y'all who yeah, haven't yeah, seen, it. seen it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, too bad. Oops. Yeah. So, so he's like, we got to do something because you've got too much money and you can't help, we can't help ourselves. We're going to post all these pictures because he's partying with Drake. He's partying with everybody, a listers that want a piece of him. Yeah, and he's he's this Texas kid, you know. So he's like, okay, well, let's. My dad was my grandpa was in the oil business. Let's really lean on that. That he's really rich. Yes. So he would send his grandpa cash, and then have his grandpa write him a check, <laughs> so he could deposit. So he it. could quote unquote clean it. <laughs> wow, so not only was it NCAA violations, it was money laundering and That's federal felonies? Correct. <laughs> and his, he, and he, they showed a picture of his grandpa. He's like, yeah, he's a G from way back. <laughs> yeah, oh, he is. <laughs> I love my grandfather. He's, he's a, a G, G from way back. He's sitting in there in his little one-room No, and he's like, yes. he's laughing. <laughs> you got the right idea. And what yeah. was also awesome is everybody pronounced his name Manzel. Yeah, Manzel. Manzel. Johnny Manzel. Jan- Johnny Manzel. Oh my, I have to watch it now. No, you actually, it's, it's, you actually do want to watch it. It's worth the watch. There's, it leaves you a little bit. There's a little bit left to be desired. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because the verdict's still out. He he's still probably a nightmare. It, it's not like he's he's turned it a hundred percent around. No, I mean the one picture they showed of him, and he's like going off on this, you know, soliloquy, this diatribe about how he's really found himself and whatever, and then it's got him kicking back in a recliner, drinking a beer. And then and and okay. hitting on a big old pinner. Yes, yes. <laughs> While yes. he's grilling with his homeboys. Yeah, I mean, they don't look like they were in a Christian uh, Bible study group. No, they don't. That's a severely modified 12-step program. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> and, like, I want to know more. I mean, there's two more hours of the Johnny Easy. documentary that I want to see. Easy. Okay. Like, Who's he dating now? What kind of skank is she? Okay. I mean, she could be anything, right? Yeah. Uh, like, do, it led Where you to believe. Live? It led you to believe he's living with his parents, kind of, didn't it? The house looked like it was like a, a new neighborhood in Frisco. Yeah, it did. It did. It where, did. Where the dollar can stretch. <laughs> yes. And he can be out on an Some acre, acreage. Acreage and a half to, so the freaky deaky doesn't get. I want to know more. And like, do you ever throw a football anymore? He's not that old. Well, and that's the thing. Imagine if he he really dedicated himself into into. He just fucked up. Duh. Yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> uh, he had he had the tiger by the tail, and he'd fooled a lot of people, but he didn't fool himself. No kidding, Johnny. All your representation, if you're listening to this, we'll put you on unedited. Absolutely. We will. <laughs> Unfiltered, unedited. You can come on with us anytime. Johnny JFF. Football. Johnny fucking football. Hey, you know what's crazy is watching the documentary, you realize how many Cowboys fans really wanted Johnny football to be drafted by Dallas. Oh, Jerry wanted him. Jerry wanted him. Yeah, I remember that. Guess, Jer- Jerry drank the Kool-Aid. Guess who they drafted instead? It was a Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. Yeah. Zach no. Martin. And I remember yep. when they did, and I was wow. like, oh. And it turns out he's pretty guy. good. Yeah, he's the best. So basically, in the NFL. both of those players are not playing for the Cowboys <laughs> right now. Uh, very <laughs> funny. Well, there, there's a story about Jerry at a bar, and, and he's 
pontificating and he's into his drinks and he's like, yeah, I really wanted fucking Johnny football, man. I wanted to sign him. But my son said, dad, we ain't drafting a five foot nine white quarterback. Sorry. <laughs> Especially not in the first round. God, you know, I love, I love football owners. Racist in their lives. Yeah. Anti-racist on their football teams. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. He really wanted to go to UT. Yeah, he did. And UT gave him nothing in hindsight. I don't I lightning in a bob. What he did for A and M, I mean he built him a new stadium. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. He built mm-hmm. them a new stadium. Uh yeah. in the documentary it mentions this that the Texas A and M Foundation went from raising three hundred million in a calendar year the five hundred fifty. Seven hundred million. Okay. And it's something uh, ridiculous. I mean, to talk about news about the A and M found the Twelfth Man Foundation. They yeah. shut that They're down. They're shutting it down because they think they may be running afoul of IRS rules and nonprofit rules. Uh oh. Because it was set up as a nonprofit, and I think all the other foundations, the collectives across the country, are looking at that, going, mm, "What do we do?" No, that Aggie. They did catch lightning in a bottle. You had Johnny Football come in. You had them moving to the SEC, and you had oil prices go bananas all within a couple of years. And He made three or four co- – three coaches famous. For sure. Sumlin, yep. Kingsbury. Who are you thinking of the, for the third? Is there one other? I don't know. I for don't sure know. those two. Yeah. For sure those two. Yeah. No. He did really well in the CFL. Did, I like, oh, but he played he, in the CFL for a while. Did yeah, he did. Yeah. He also played in the fans' participation league. I remember that, where the fans like called the plays. Yeah, that. yeah, that was bad. Real classy organization. <laughs> really well, like fun. honestly, if you think think like college, no studying, no extra time, and the shit he did. Freshman won the Heisman. Yeah, comes back and he's like, and I'm done with college. I don't need it. Yep. Um, pros didn't study at all. What do you think he was doing? At, in the CFL, probably not a lot of studying. Yeah, just that's who he is. And and like he had a quote, he's like, he's like, play hard, party hard. Yeah, <laughs> win or crazy. lose, we gonna booze. Yes, that's. <laughs> I bet that's tattooed on him somewhere. It probably is. It's probably fighting for a place because that dude's got is more ink than Post Malone. So I I saw that documentary last night. And the Jake Paul documentary. It was I saw that's that. That's really good too. Yeah, you were definitely insomnia. Yeah, but I I saw that one last week, and it's good. They're they're really good. They're called Untold. They're on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, they're really I, good. Yeah, I missed that one though. I watched Hard Knocks yesterday. Oh wow! I hadn't seen the that Jets yet. Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. How is it? It makes Aaron Rodgers out to be a really really nice guy, which I don't think is true. Yeah, but all of his teammates always love him. I know, and I'm trying to figure out why. I think he's a dick everywhere but in the locker room. Narcissistic dick as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I should, I don't. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I brought him up. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. Don't you think so? You think he's playing us? Oh, yeah. He plays the heel when necessary. Uh, absolutely cared just about himself, but then he forgoes his guaranteed money to bring some more people. See, I m- one of my friends brought that up, going, "Isn't isn't Aaron Rodgers a really really good guy? He gave up some of this money." I'm like, "Oh man, he's making that up somewhere else." Yeah, somewhere else. Think like you're too cynical. Look, we haven't gotten to the show where we start predicting uh, over unders for win losses on teams, but I promise you, I'm going under on the Jets less than ten. They're not winning ten games this year. It's just going to be too tough sledding. 
they don't have an offensive line. It's so. a it's a really tough division. And, and it is that. And we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. Though the other surprise for me from Hard Knocks, I had no idea that Lib Schreiber narrates Hard Knocks. You didn't realize that? I never knew that. Huh. Until he shows up, flies in on a helicopter, and says hi to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, is that part of the show? That is part of the show. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, Liv's, Liv's really good at what he does. Nice. Um, the next Untold or Hard Knocks or whatever, I think it needs to be about Phil Mickelson's gambling. Oh, my oh God. Oh, boy. What is it? Billy Walters, the professional gambler who's coming out with a book. It's only like a week away from uh, release where he basically tells all about Phil's gambling. Have y'all read about this? Yeah, yeah. You're looking at me like you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says, he says put 400 down on Team USA. Yeah, 400 large, 400 gur. While he's, <laughs> playing, while he's playing the Ryder Cup. That's got to be against a rule somewhere, and a right? Profe- think, a professional gambler <laughs> says, hey, that's not going to go well for you. Remember Pete Rose? Yeah. And he's like, nah, dude, it's cool. And he's like, no, dude, it's not cool. I I wonder if he found the book to put that bet down. Well, the PGA, the PGA is different than all other team sports, right? Because in team sports, it's in the locker rooms where it says any gambling, you know, et cetera, et cetera, will not be tolerated, you know, on your team, on any other team, no sports gambling, right? But I don't, I've never seen it advertised in a PGA locker room. <sighs> At at the least, there is going to be some clause in their membership agreement as to be a member of the PGA. There's got to be. Do not bring disrepute onto the association. There Something has like to that. be. There has to be. But 400 grand on a Ryder Cup? Well, think about this, Jeff. If you could gamble on yourself, wouldn't you say, I'm going to miss the cut? And then just go get all fucked up and not yeah. show up every yeah. time? So there's got to be something somewhere. <laughs> P.S. I'm not going to do so good. Yeah. Co- Why? Because I am really high. But Billy Walters said he gambled a billion dollars. Said Mickelson gambled a billion dollars in a 10-year span. Well, the story goes the reason that he only plays with Callaway. is because he lost a whole bunch of money and needed money, right? Yeah. Right before the Ryder Cup, Yeah, if I remember right. And they said, okay, we will clean all your debts in Vegas, but you will play with our brand for the rest of your life. And that was, and that was all of our speculation on him going to live as well, that that was a lot of clearing more gambling debt. Though... I mean, a bill a billion sounds like a big big number, and it is a because it's a big number. But when when you when you look at gambling and putting money at risk over a long term, I mean, my dad when he when he was on a fixed income, I saw his gambling statements and the money he put at risk okay. just playing slots. Billions, it right? Was, it wasn't billions. <laughs> Didn't but, his arm get tired? Was playing slots, but it was hundreds of thousands of dollars when he's on a fixed income, living on his pension. That's not good. That's crazy talk. But. But he gambled responsibly. Not oh, it sounds gambled. like it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is that why you're in the studio with us, hanging yeah, out? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you're really selling him, no, selling I, me on him being responsible at it. All I'm saying is on a fixed income. All I'm saying is a billion sounds like a big number, except when you look at it. Because it a is a billion is what he put at risk over that long term. Okay, a hundred million dollars per year for ten years, he pr- and he, he didn't lost, make that. I would say. Probably lost two to three hundred based on that number. Million? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, I mean that's a good number. But he never made a hundred million a year until he signed with the Saudis. I wouldn't have thought so, right? Uh-huh. I mean, even with endorsements, he probably wasn't a hundred million dollar. Oh, guy. I bet he did. You think? Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. And I think that's another thing. People are like, we really like Phil. He's he's. <sighs> 
I think people are just tired of Phil. Oh, now we are. <laughs> but even when he was trying to play the nice guy, it was like, eh. I kind of love Phil's gambling, the part about Phil that's gambling. I don't love lots about Phil, but there's you a love bunch that I hate. Phil? But I love the riverboat Phil. Yeah, I kind of do. He's a DJ. Did you see the, the TikTok video of him? All right, this is Phil. He's like on the first tee somewhere with God knows who, other professional golfer. And he's like, we're making up a game. We're playing whatever. Uh, what are we playing for? What are we playing for? I haven't thought about that. What you do you mean you haven't thought about it? <laughs> well. What, what were you thinking about? Okay, well, Cam and I will play you guys. You and okay. uh, Honor Bond will play uh, nine holes for a G. Perfect. Uh, straight best ball. Perfect. Uh, and when you're down, when you're closed out, you can press for half. Not the full? Not the full. Okay. So you got to win the match to win. Yeah, and if you want, what we'll do is we'll go 28. If you shoot 28 best ball, uh, it's double. Perfect. I love that. Okay. That sounds or good. Or better, 28 or better. He's playing a lot more of these. Oh, my. And, yeah. This is during a live tournament. See, this is why I love Phil. Because it, it reminds me of when I played with you out at Pecan. <laughs> and I hadn't seen you Against in like Trevino. three years. And you roll up, and you're like, hope you bought your wallets. What are we playing for, boys? I'm like, what, what the fuck? I got to love that about Phil. I really do. Uh, so much of him is just, is just contemptible, but that part of it, I don't know. I like it. So, Phil, $800 million plus, not even counting the Saudi stuff, $800 million in endorsements over his career. Okay, that is not that does not out up to a hundred million a year. It, right. So you well, lose so you lose that and you're in the whole two hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Or excuse me, two hundred million dollars. No, 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 no. Add on his career PGA earnings, which is almost a hundred. Okay. And add on his two hundred from live, he's actually plus a hundred million. Okay. <laughs> That's if he lost the entire billion. The entire one billion, which he did. And it's always possible that he could. He's just he's a he's an adrenaline junkie. This shit doesn't affect him going to the Golf Hall of Fame, right? It could. I don't know. Well, hold on. No, I, how, how who, is the Golf Hall of Fame done? Yeah, who judges that? I don't know. Who I don't, puts I, you don't, in? Don't look at me. It's, it's got, not me. It's an 85-year-old white dude. I'm sure it's the writers, but I don't think it keeps him out. I mean, this is just the guy who he is, the guy he has been. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame this weekend, uh, inductions, decidedly San Antonio Spurs Bent on this weekend. Yeah, we got two, right? Well, kind of three. We got Becky Hammond, oh. Pop, and Parker. Like, David Robinson's going to be there. Tim Duncan's going to be there. Manu Ginobili's going to be there. And then the three who are going in. That's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's all Spurs all the time, man. And why? Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. Why is this in August? Oh, because there's nothing else going on with the NBA in August, so they need something. Oh, and yeah, and, and the other thing about this is not the NBA Hall of Fame. This is the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's the World Basketball Hall of Fame. And it is the FIBA Basketball World Cup starting up here in about a week, which I'm sure you guys have not. This is this is where you look at All me I know go. is it's a I've young team. I've watched more women's national team than I have that. I just okay. watched highlights. But I read an article about our team. Kerr's, Kerr's the coach. Yep. Everybody's young. Yep. I recognize maybe 60% of the roster. That's it? It's I'm a not, good roster, I know dude. it is, but I'm not as... Grant Hill is our new general manager, taking over for Jerry Colangelo. I like that move. So I think that that's a good one for us, and I like our team a lot. 
It's missing. Do we have any bigs? You know, not really. We have what are, everybody's what, like six seven, right? Yeah, we have. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is our hold it down, hold down the fort in the paint kind of guy, and we have Walker Kessler way down on the bench. Okay, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. It's Jalen Brunson's team. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And he's um, New York Knicks. Yep, and you know, former Villanova guy. There's three Villanova guys: Bridges, Brunson, and Josh Hart. That's which cool. is pretty amazing that those guys won national championships and now here they are on Team USA. Doing it. And, you know, this team, maybe it's more interesting to talk about who is not on this roster. Trey Young, Devin Booker. Yeah. Maybe they just said no. Ja Morant. Well, None of these well, guys. Well, there's, there's reasons. Everybody yeah. has their reasons. Yeah. But I actually like what they have. What they have out there. I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to. I think they're going to win the whole damn thing. And I like the way the roster is constructed. It is Jalen Brunson's team as the leader, but the best player on the team so far through a scrimmage and through um, uh, like a friendly against Puerto Rico is Anthony Edwards. Yeah, it's Ant Man. It's his. He's the best player out there, and you can see that they're all deferring to him. He's. Maybe about to make that leap into superstardom. Who does he play for again? Minnesota. That's so you don't even know where he plays. Yeah. And he's about to become a superstar. I'm pretty sure. Do you think the Spurs could get Cat Carl Anthony Towns? You wouldn't want him. No. No, he's no. Mm -mm. No thanks. Um, and no, I don't think they could get him. I mean, Minnesota's got so much money sunk into their front court, and they think Carl Anthony Towns is a superstar, which is not. Carl Anthony Towns thinks he's a superstar. Yeah. Calls himself the greatest shooting big who ever lived. Um, okay. I mean, really? that's what he calls himself. Okay. I know. It's, he's, he's a really good shooter. Um, got to have an ego to play in the NBA. Yeah, you do. All right, what else you got? Oh, I realized something the other day. What's that? I never used to like Tabasco sauce. Okay. Do you think the... <laughs> what the... Do you think the older you get, the more you like Tabasco sauce? Well, every seven years, your palate changes. Is that a fact? That's a fact. That's science. Huh. I've liked pizza the whole time. Well, because that's... I mean, <laughs> I think the first seven, it's pizza, chicken strips, and yes. peanut butter and jelly. Those are pretty much standard. Cheese. Slices of cheese. Bob, are you, are you thinking about my no, I'm, hypothesis? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering why. I mean, are you losing taste buds where you have to, you strip you have them to off? put that crap on? I don't know. Maybe. To get a taste. I, mean, I used to think of it as crap, and now I think of it as awesome. I used to always have to have it because my old man would make grilled cheese and put Tabasco in it like it wasn't even a, it wasn't <laughs> a choice. So it was just like, take your medicine. And then I got to where I was used to it, and I'd have to have it. Yeah. And it, it makes shitty cooked vegetables a lot better. It's really good. But it makes bad pizza really good. Yeah. But I'll tell you, any day I'll go Louisiana over it. Yeah. Or um, Cholula. Cholula's okay. Cholula I used to love a lot more then than I do now. Crystals? I think I've grown out of it. Crystals? Crystals is nice. Crystals is nice. nice. But do you... Do you do you think it has something to do with getting older? Yeah. I, it probably has getting older and killing the taste buds. I mean, a, a lot like, I mean, I'm analogizing to firemen. COVID, firefighters. Or you, or you always have COVID. No, where firefighters are always eating spicy food because they can't taste anything else. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of, like, smoke inhalation? Because of smoke, smoke show. Yeah. That's I what I've heard. I did not know that. That's why hmm. there's always a, an Indian place right next to the firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> 
In, and in, also just in case. In a Thai place. Yeah, in the pre-show, I was downstairs having a deli sandwich. I, mm-hmm. I just did like a, like you basically your French dip. And I noticed myself just slathering it with Tabasco sauce. And I thought, the hell am I doing? Nobody puts Tabasco sauce on a steak sandwich. I do. Okay, there. Good. I See, I feel better now. But I've learned my lesson. Like, I used to just preemptive douse whatever I was eating yeah. with insert hot sauce. Yeah. My wife's like, don't do that. I'm like, why? That's what I like. It's an insult to the chef. First taste what they have prepared. And then if you still want to be a jack off <laughs> and douse it with your stupid sauce. Your wife is right. Your wife is absolutely right. I, I mean, I know damn well not to put A1 on a steak, nor would I ever, by the way. It's just kind of gross. But like, I don't know. You can salt and pepper to taste, can't you? Not Without hurting until you've tasted. Okay. Well, not on until a, you've tasted. On a okay. steak, it should just be salt and pepper. Correct. That's correct. And if you want to do a chimichurri or you want to do a little on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And then dip. Yeah. If you're so inclined. And and, and I think salt it, and pepper on a steak, and that's that's it. it. Yeah. And it also makes a difference how much the chef is getting paid. Uh, I mean, if they're kind of a line cook, who the fuck cares what they think? <laughs> yeah. If you're your getting salt. a steak at Jim's, go ahead and yeah. ask for the Heinz 57. <laughs> if it's at J Prime, then wait. you should. Yeah, you better not. <laughs> the salt, baby. Because that guy's going to come out and beat the crap out He's of you. He's going to cut you with that big knife. So you've been paying attention to the collapse in college football? I have a little bit, but you guys are probably more plugged in than I am. All I know is. The Pac-12 is now the Pac-4, I yep. think. They don't have enough te- enough teams to make a six-pack. That's now. embarrassing. And the teams suck. I mean, okay, they're wonderful schools, but competitively, as a football program, they stink. What is it? Stanford, Oregon State, Cal, Washington. and Washington State. Yeah. Okay. And and the speculation this week was Cal and Stanford might go to the ACC, which I'm like. The Atlantic Coast Conference? Yeah, the Conference? first letter is Atlantic, <laughs> which which is a total – Jay Billis said this on Kornheiser's podcast a couple days ago. College football conferences are here for one purpose and one purpose only, to collude and keep money away from the players. Turns out he's right. He's right because here's the thing. I mean, we think about football players. Okay, if you're UCLA and you're playing, you're playing on the football team and you're going across the coast to play Rutgers, you're on a nice plane, you're being well taken care of, you're being well fed, you're being well housed, but you're also asking the rowing team, the volleyball team, to make that same damn trip. And do you think they're traveling the same way? No. Do, you think that, do you think that conference, that school, cares about the kids? No. no, they don't. And this is finally laying action to the hypocrisy that is college football and college sports in general. So what is the Pac-12 supposed to do? Are they supposed Dissolve. to Pac-4? Dissolve. Mean, when okay. does this all come to fruition? After next season. This this is a lot faster. And the, 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 the Pac-12 is gone after next season. Do you want to know the rumor that I heard? Yes. UTSA and Incarnate Word both think they have a, tr- a chance to get into the new Pac-12. I don't know why you would. I don't know why Incarnate Word would think they can, like, take that much of a giant leap. I mean, UTSA. Well, the same reason why Cowboys fans think they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay, <laughs> very funny. Very funny. <laughs> so do Jets fans. Your third string quarterback's about to get traded. No, he's not. Let's continue and wrap back around on that. <laughs> no, and no, the, the, the Pac-12 is gone. The, the Pac-12 is gone. Why don't they just do geographical areas? 
Oh, you mean have the Southwest Conference back? Right. Well, yeah, that's, I would love that. That was Chip Kelly's comment. Yeah. It's like, let's just let's just get rid of it all, do Clean like slate. a minor NFL, and we'll do it geographically and do divisions and be done. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you're absolutely right. I, what I want is the top 64 college football teams in two 32-team leagues, like a lot like I, you guys have heard AFC, of NFC? No, no, like English Premier League and one league below. Oh, okay. So you can have teams go up and down because you'll get a little bit of movement. Okay. But quite frankly, the 50th-ranked football team in college football, I don't care. No. There's right. two people that that enjoy watching that team. Bookies. The ones that graduated, the bookies and the degenerate gamblers. Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. And in all reality, you, you don't have to go much lower than 15th in the country to get to competitive irrelevance. Yeah, you really don't. So l- let's just let's just do that. It's going to be consolidation. We're, we're staring down the barrel. The a- I think the ACC is getting ready to start to collapse, but they have a – Florida State's talking about moving, mm-hmm. but they have a $120 million exit fee to pay. Oh. And then take the ACC to court because their rights deal goes through 2036. Oh, my God. The the, the reason why Pac-12 was the first first thing to fall, their rights deal ends at the end of next season or end of this season. So that's why they're blowing up. It's a mess. Just, just, Just take the two revenue sports out of it and let the NCAA and the conferences deal with the rest of it. And let's just take those two revenue sports, take them out of Title IX, take them out of everything, and let them be administered differently. I'm down with that. Basketball, football. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Hmm. That's it for our show. Thanks for joining us, folks. Like and subscribe on The Unrestricted, please. Take care. Have a good weekend. Johnny Manziel, we're waiting for your call. (laughs) How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. Hey, it feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. Pause the show so I can put this on. This is great. What am I pausing the show for? Just, just, just do trust it later. Me. Do just it later. trust me. Oh, God. I mean, I, I can cut this out. And I actually have the stat about Phil as well. No, he uh, he gambles a lot. Phil or Jeff? Both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patch that in. Can you patch that in? What am I patching in? I can pull it up somewhere. What am I doing? Uh. Is it YouTube or something else? It is Brian Kirshner on, I think, TikTok or maybe Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you're giving our guy a lot of, lot of help. Let's see if I can pull it up on the YouTube. Nope, not on the YouTube. It's great audio. Yeah, we're going to cut it. Out. There it is. It's on Twitter. Sorry, sorry, not Twitter. It's on X. X. <laughs> what the fuck, Elon? That dude, that dude. Jesus Christmas. Different animal. It certainly is. Okay. Okay. Lead back into it. I think I have it loaded up.